You're on the same competition show, so calm the fuck down. You're trying to win a quarter of a million dollars. Is the season to be jolly and gay. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Fruits. Hello, hello. Hi, Benjamin. Hi, how's it going? It is going. I'm been very cheery this week. I think I'm in the I'm in the holiday season mood. Uh I'm excited about a lot of things that has happened. It's been a good week for me. Rad. I didn't I know you didn't ask, but I'm just gonna go into it. Go into it. So Laura and I pretty much did a half marathon on Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh that was the first time we ever ran together. Uh-huh. So that was cool. Also like a, oh my God, you know, kind of thing. We've been friends since middle school. We had a few years where we didn't talk to each other, but we've been friends since middle school, since 2006. Uh-huh. And that was the first time we've ever ran together. Well, kudos to you guys for running. I'm <laughs> not about that life. Yeah. I'll skate. <laughs> they got a skating path. I'll ride my blades all the way through. And the, see, the thing is like when I talk to people about running, I have to remember that like... I love running. So like when I'm talking about running, like, oh yeah, today's a short run. It's just four miles. It's like to someone else who doesn't like running, they're like short. Yeah. And you say a mile and I'm like, oh, that's going to be all day thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was cool. It was a 12 mile run. We we did like 12.5, 12.5 mile Ooh. run. What's the, what's the, what's the actual length of the marathon going to be? 26. Girl. 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> insult to injury with yeah. five. so you know where we skate yes so laura and i ran that so we we started from where oh, we, we park normally in the usual spot like uh-huh. everyone 12 we parked there and then we ran all the way to the end like like you know shoreline where, or past shoreline past shoreline okay um and then we did like the loop and then we ran all the way down and then we ran back and then you know where we park we ran past that like into the neighborhood to the uh-huh. other side of the end of the beach. And then we wrapped around that. Oh, and halfway through the beach, you know how it's like, it's like the hill that goes up to the, the neighborhood. We did that twice. So doing that just once and then the two hills turned out to be 12 and a half miles. Well, good for you guys. Um, <laughs> good for you in the running again. I mean, we normally skate that, though. Not going up a hill and going... Not up the hill. No, I know. Skating is so that. different, though. Oh, it, definitely. It's way better on my knees. Oh, for sure. Um, uh, If I didn't work on Sunday, I might I would sneak in. Escape. I would sneak in escape with you guys, because I've definitely done 12 miles easily before on my rollerblades. Uh-huh. So if I didn't work Sundays, I would join you guys one day, but yeah. I work Sundays, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think you would want to wake up because we, we. Oh, well, she got to me like nine a.m. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, I no. thought I. When you said wake up, when you said didn't wake want to wake up, I thought six a.m. I was like, yeah, you're right. Well, no, like I think my off, like at least for me on my off days, like sleeping is is to like nine or ten. If I can get if I can get past uh-huh. ten, I, like I'm like wow. Well, I mean, I technically could go. How long does it take you guys to run? Um, I can tell you. Well, my phone's in the room, but oh, anyway, no more than like. Two and a half hours, but you would be done well, oh, yeah. well before. I'd be like, see you guys later. Yeah, exactly. I'll be passing you guys on my second run through. Right, yeah. Later. Exactly, yeah. So, Maybe I mean, one day before your rep marathon, we're going to start implementing run, doing our long runs together on Sunday. So, yeah, whenever you're free or you want to join us. Whenever yeah. I decide to wake my ass up. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I would have enough time to come shower and go back to work. 
Yeah, you would. You would definitely. And to chill a little bit, too. Uh-huh. But yeah, we did that. Um, I, Sorry, I just invited myself also, too. No, it's okay. No, I mean, more the more the merrier. I mean, it'll be different because you're skating and we're running. But yeah, you could obviously join us. I'll be your cheering squad. You can do it. <laughs> it was nice, though, to, to run with Laura and to have her there, obviously, but then to have a running partner because that helped me keep my pace the entire time. Uh-huh. So we kept... Uh, a pretty good pace, in my opinion, between 10 and 11 minutes for each mile. My ma- mile is like 12 or 13 minutes. I mean, that's not much longer than what that's, we would do. But that's, that would be failing in PE. They want you to hit a seven-minute mile. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doing um, one mile, I could do seven minutes, but Ooh. this is not a sprint. This is an endurance run. So it's like, I don't want to sprint, 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 and get like between seven and nine-minute miles and then be done like 10 miles in, you know? Because that's just a really quick way to burn myself out. Any form of running is a way to burn myself. (laughs) So I talked with my, I hung out with Granny and she showed me family pictures and stuff. Uh Because you, you, it was kind of like inspired by you, how you asked me like where my grandparents are from and stuff. So we went through photos and it was really cool to see the different photos. Granny has huge photo albums and like these photo albums have like 50 pages each and they're like pages like this big and they're just photos are just lined on the page which is pretty cool to see mm-hmm. because it's like clearly my love for photos came from my parents and then my great-grandparents for sure because they have a lot of photos I mean my grandparents and then I talked to my mom's dad for a bit <clears throat> he used to be a singer apparently so we were talking about that for a bit and then it was an interesting conversation it was nice to hear his voice and um, other than that, I've just pretty much been chilling. I went after our run. We went to go get coffee at uh, Hot Java, uh-huh. the gay coffee shop. And that's where I got uh, those magazines. And the then I saw page. the gay yellow pages, which is pretty damn cool, like, in my opinion. I so get one. <laughs> if you want, I can get you one this Sunday because I think we're going to go back to the coffee shop. If you don't go there before I do. But I, well, I mean, I don't I won't. I'll be working. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get you one if they, if they have more copies there. They're free too. Okay. So, I mean, at least I thought they were free. They were outside. and in a, Oh, if it's outside and I think yeah. it'd be free. I mean, they, they have the same magazines and stuff at the LGBT center. So I would, and those are free. So I assume, and they were on the same display, type of display. So I assume they're free because no one has ever told if me. If it's just like, in a hey. thing, it would have the price if it's. If yeah, there was no, there's no price or another okay. anything. Because you know, like those newspaper things, you can put in like three quarters or something, you open it and take one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to see because I had never seen anything like that. And it was kind of inspiring to me. But other than that, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. How about you? Any any updates on Yoda, <laughs> fleas or anything? Uh, well, I had to take my bath yesterday again because I found fleas the night before. Not like a lot like before, but I found enough where I was like, "This is he's, it's going to get bad and it's going to annoy me when I hear him going. Mm. And so I just washed him yesterday. He seems good. He seems very comfortable again. So it wasn't that many that I found. Uh, but honestly, my week has been really just exhausting for my day job. My day job has been fucking draining me because the holidays. This is why I don't really care for the holidays. Why are people being rude to you again? People. I mean, not like that. I mean, stopped, but. well, to be honest, I know I'm doing the fuck off list a little early right now since I'm explaining my story. Yeah. Fuck off to people misgendering me every fucking week. Like I get misgendered maybe about. Every other day, somebody mm-hmm. calls me ma'am. And I don't think like, I don't think I look like a woman uh-huh. at all. They call me ma'am or miss, and I really don't think I look like a woman at all. 
So I don't fucking understand. And my name tag, I even put he, him. Like I've gone to the extent of putting my my uh, pronouns on uh-huh. there. And I don't get it. And it really ticks me the fuck off. Like, I don't know. And some of my coworkers, I get a little annoyed because some of my coworkers are like, well, maybe they're just like, trying to be sensitive. I was like, no, I don't think these, mo- you're giving too many people too much credit. Not that this whole country is not on the, on the uh, pronoun train mm. yeah it's very tr- it's very prevalent that they're not mm-hmm. so they're just being assholes it's my to me and that's how i take it and i don't care if that i'm wrong for that mm-hmm. but you know just getting called ma'am after you're helping somebody or literally sit like helping somebody and them say oh no she said and i look and i would look and say did you just call me she and they're like no mm. i'm like no huh and I'm just like, I don't want to help you i don't want to help you don't want to assist you i don't want to look at you like it pisses me the fuck off and there's really nothing, uh, like, I don't know what else to do at this point for people to stop calling me ma'am to my fucking face. Not even, like, on the phone. So fuck off to that. I'm just doing my little fuck off list a little early. Yeah, which is real quick to interject. Um, I mean, I know you said they say it to your face, but I think that that's, I think you're being considerate in a, in a way, like, to them. Because the stories you've told me and about these people, I don't think they're fully processing you. Like, I don't think they would be looking at you because you don't, like... Not that it matters if someone looks like a man or looks like a woman. But in my opinion, you don't look like a woman in any form. Like your build, your face, even with a mask on. I have a beard. Like I literally have everything. Your Adam's apple. So I do think that you're. Oh, you think I have an Adam's apple? I I never can see it. I see it sometimes. Okay. (laughs) But (laughs) I think you're being considerate because people don't fully take in people when they see it. So I say that to say. They could be looking at you, but not processing you. Or they most of the time won't be looking at you from the stories I've heard. They don't be looking at you. So they're probably just taking in your voice and your voice is a higher pitched voice. So people are just automatically going to assume, even though people shouldn't assume, you know, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to not do sir or ma'am and just address people without those. But, you know, like I'm literally, I'm literally at the point of the advice that I've gotten from you. The advice that I've gotten from you, my mom, of just calling them, like if a dude calls me ma'am, okay, miss. Yeah. And I'm getting to the point of that and I don't care, like, I don't care whatever type of repercussion my job wants to do to me because they can fuck off in that case if they're not going to defend me. Mm -hmm. And my miss being misgendered, like I literally have my name tag, my name tag literally says he, him. And it says Benjamin. Taking specifically your situation at your specific job, I personally... Wouldn't think that would be anything that I would recommend you for because it's like, I know, I know some could say that's a tip for tat and, you know, customers first. No, but fuck that because no. you're supposed to be respectful to pe- anyone that you come into contact with. You're coming and into also, my domain. But also it's one of those things of if I say like if, if I'm the guy and I'm like, excuse me, miss. And you go, yes, miss. Back to me. That would signal to me like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Not, oh, he's being rude to me because technically. I was being rude to you first, whether it was on purpose or not. I've literally had people do that to me as I'm like stalking something. I'll turn around and then they're like, miss. And I don't turn around and then I say miss again. And I've turned around like, oh, are you calling me miss? Oh, I'm sorry. I but thought you were... ha- people are ignorant. What is the hair thing? No, because I've had people with long, I've had men with long hair even call me ma'am. And I'm like, I don't understand why I, hair. In my opinion, it's your voice. I, it just fucking irritates. Well, it irritates me. And it's happened a lot this week. And I'm like, my manager knows how fucking pissed that makes me. Mm-hmm. And I've literally walked back there. And when it's happened, 
And I've like told her, she's like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, I just got called BAMP again. And I'm really just, it irritates me to no end. And mm-hmm. maybe it's not like not a big deal to you, but it really fucking irritates me. Mm-hmm. She understands, which is cool. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I just need a second before I pop off. Like, I just need to gather myself. But it's nice to know that my coworkers understand like how mad that makes me. I've had coworkers actually say stuff to people mm-hmm. when I walk away because I'm just irritated. They're like, that. They're like Benjamin, Benjamin's, uh, Benjamin's he, him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I didn't know it was, I, I didn't mean, and I'm like, just take your head out of your ass when you, like, if you're present, whenever you go somewhere, that's the easiest way to respect people. Just fucking be present. Yes, because I think that's also very prevalent outside of you with a lot of queer people with just pronouns in general. Like, it pisses someone who's cisgendered being misgendered by incorrect pronouns, but it's also offensive to those who aren't cisgender and like you know that are trans and or whoever wants to change their pronouns and it's like same energy like fuck you dude and i just feel like i have the easy ones and (laughs) but that's what i'm saying you shouldn't assume in the first place but if you don't know you should ask that's why people ask i know people you know try to make fun and oh what are your pronouns but no it's a respectable thing to do because yeah i never do it as a joke when i meet new people at my job i'm like like that are working there that's the first thing i ask them I was like, and then they look shocked, but I'm like, I just feel like that's easy. That cuts out this awkward, you know, if I called, I dressed you some way you didn't want. But thank you for hearing me out. I'm just really irritated. It just irritates me. Mm. No fucking end. And the holiday season doesn't help any. It doesn't help. And there's just a lot of irritating people and work's just adding to work, stressing me out. Just it's just been exhausting, not stressing me out, exhausting my energy completely Mm -hmm. by the time I get home because we're not properly staffed and we're, it's, it's extensive work. And mm-hmm. it's just really tiring. And then we're getting out like of our clock out time, like at least an hour after with me. Mm-hmm. And that never happens with me. <laughs> so it's just irritating because I'm so tired. And I'm like, dude, this is why a lot of companies are starting to unionize again, because you guys are fucking abusing us. Like you don't have money for this, but you have money to keep paying your guys' higher ups all this money. All I don't understand. this money for its for I don't, most basic yeah. shit. And I don't understand opinion. But that's been my week. Honestly, I've really not done much creativity besides finishing, you know, the secret Mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm going to jump back in to my situation. Mm -hmm. And I just got a video game situation, which I'll talk about later, later in the show. But that's been my week, honestly. Okay. But overall... You feeling good? Oh, uh, right now I feel good. Okay, good. Going into world news, um, I wasn't really in the news. I mean, I was listening to my uh, New York Times dailies on my way to work, but I really wasn't in the news because I've been focusing on this project that we've been doing, finishing it up, getting it ready and stuff. And so, I, only two things really stood out to me. One, I heard from the New York Times, and once again, it's on the subject of abortions and uh, Roe v. Wade coming up, but um, more specifically abortion pills and whether or not women should have access to them yeah what would a man need them for i mean they're not for men it's just it's no, i know but that like what well, who else would need them and and the thing is it's like i i mean we can go in deep that's just that's just something that stood out to me that i'm like i roll i roll i roll because this is fucking people's rights people's lives and i majority because it's not all but majority are men making these decisions of course and it's just fucking irritating well not just white men but yeah majority are white men right and so it's just irritating to hear people's arguments and yeah the other thing that was in the news that you told me about that I just laughed at because I've been kind of like paying attention to in the peripheral is Biden lying (laughs) him lying about these student loans and 
Uh-huh. Just all the things he's going back on and saying, I didn't say that. Or no, this is what I meant by that. Uh-huh. And it's like. Uh, and playing the tapes, attaching mm-hmm. it to the vid- his video of him saying he didn't say that. They're attaching them and they're like, uh, you did. Remember yeah. that town hall? I was, specific, I was specifically remember that town hall because I was watching it and I was so excited for a moment because I was like, oh, he actually said that? Like, okay, this there may be a glimpse of hope. No. Yeah. No, nah, he just wanted the vote. Mm-hmm. That's what they all want. I don't like, honestly, I don't want to vote for him again. And anyone in his cabinet, I really don't want to vote for it because I don't trust, like Kamala, sorry, girl. I don't want to vote for you either. Mm-hmm. Like the next time I didn't want to vote for you the first time. Mm-hmm. Um... I hope there's a different option. Like, I hope there's a good, different change that's going to represent. I hope he doesn't try to run or make it through the preliminary mm-hmm. to run. But I don't know. It's again, it's really more like our hands are tied. It's going to be tied the next in three years when we have to vote again. This election is going to be interesting. Yeah. So we'll guess, think about that when that gets closer. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll shit beforehand. But anyway, and the last thing I heard in the news was um, I didn't know much about this person, but I... Asked you who he was. His last name was Ramirez. He just passed away. He was a singer. Um, Vicente Fernandez? Fernandez, not Ramirez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah racist. Not even. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, Vicente Fernandez. So, yeah. He died this past He week. was very homophobic, though. He was? He was very homophobic. Oh, no. Male show, well, a lot of traditional, unfortunately, male machismo attitude taken from the colonizers mm-hmm. those are the things that stick mm-hmm. you know what i mean those mm-hmm. negative aspects <laughs> but he was but he also like was a real staple in mexican music and uh putting like me- he helped build up mexico's musical i would say music mm-hmm. and just latin music in general not like him by himself but he was part of the yeah group. he was the integral mm-hmm. piece yeah but yeah minus that yeah he died at 81 that seems pretty young. Yeah, I mean nowadays because people are living much longer, but at the same time, that's still a, that's still a decent amount of time considering when he was born. You he kind of remind me a little bit of Ernesto de la Cruz. Oh my gosh, I thought that too. <laughs> I I truly did because I was looking at pictures of him and I'm like, he looked. They based kinda, his movie off of this. I man? think they might have used him as like a, <laughs> a thing, but yeah, he kind of he does remind me of Ernesto. Yeah, uh, going into things we've watched, Father Son. Also, Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> what um, honestly, I'd give that movie like an eight out of ten. I think it was very good. Like after we, I know I said when, after we watched, it, I was like I wouldn't watch it again for a while. Mm-hmm. I started. I had like more time to think about it, and I was like, oh, this was actually a good gay movie. Like it wasn't like gay because there was no nothing gay, gay about, in it. It was yeah. <laughs> it was like history of of how of Gucci. Yeah, of Gucci. Like and how Gucci nobody family. how nobody in the family owns it anymore. Yeah, because they let their greed. Honestly, I feel like they let their greed get the best of them. Like them wanting to just make money and make money. Mm-hmm. They didn't uh, take from it too well, it turns out. But it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, it's in- interesting story. Uh, Gaga did okay. Um, I don't think she was bad, but I don't think she was like amazing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Because I know I've seen on Twitter. Oscars. Like, what do you mean Oscars? You just mean she should get an Oscar heavy role. Not really. I'd rather get it, give it, like I could see Adam Driver getting it because I thought his character was a lot. So interesting, right? I, I liked it. I think he's very sexy. I knew like you were there, gonna say There's that. something about him that just, I knew you were gonna say. Why did you know that? I don't know. Something, when I was watching the movie, I was like, why do I feel like Benjamin is going to be very attracted to, I mean, him in general, but him in this role, like I was like. I don't know. There's just something about him that <laughs> is very sexy to me. But I thought his performance was more like a better 
capture of emotions because we got to see him be like this innocent creature that gets pretty much tainted, like I told we were talking about tainted mm-hmm. by like by her honestly like she tainted him with all spoilers spoilers well it's no no, no. It's, I'm just saying of, before we go in because I'm gonna oh, say something no yeah but also too it's happened already like that of shit course. that shit's already happened yeah. he's dead surprise he died um he's been dead and this but it was just interesting to see how she's the one who like influenced his like demon like he he had it contained and she like opened it up and made him just like everyone else in his family mm-hmm. um i read the article in the magazine in rage magazine the one that got you and um they pointed out in there that she didn't start off that way and i didn't see it that way at first but then the more i, I thought about it i was like she did it like i i true i truly think that she just was attracted to him and like in love with him but then when she found out it not saying it was a, a long time but in the in viewing the movie from her initially meeting him and like falling for him and then knowing who he was and then wanting to have him like morph him and change him around. I, I think there were different parts. I don't think she was always the way she ended up. I, I disagree. I, okay. Because I remember specifically when they were at the club mm-hmm. and she meets him and he says he's uh, Maurizio Gucci. She's like, you're Gucci. You're a Gucci. Like, that, oh, I to me, that, that that's when I was like. Like the way her face looked like somebody who was like, let me. And then all of a sudden the next day she stalked him to go to his life. Yeah, that was creepy. So that yeah. I was like, oh, she's well, at least in the movie's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She always was like that. Uh-huh. She was trying to get she was trying to get more money. OK, because of that reason at the beginning is why I was like, no, I think she was like, I always felt like, oh, so she was just trying to get the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she fell in love with him a little bit. Like obviously she liked the sex and shit, mm-hmm. but they're like throughout the movie, we get to a point where he don't even want to touch her because he's seen how she really is. And he, I think he knew he couldn't go back to the way he was because he had already, he'd already and dived too deep into the well and he, and he would be trapped. He would be fucked either way. And I think maybe part of it was him being mad about that. Like he can't go back to how he wanted to live mm-hmm. and just be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he kind of was, he seemed at least at the beginning of the movie more timid and kind of like to himself, like shy. Uh-huh. So it, it, it was a very interesting movie. But going into the next thing we watched, Queen's Universe duets this week i think this episode was better so i do think there's a gradual change within the show yeah it's still cheesy but i do think that it's like oh okay the show's more interesting than just vicious singing individually like a regular singing competition i do oh i was telling you while we were watching it too that like at least in my head it made sense why this show even exists and works because the success of queen's creating songs on the show especially like one notable one was like uk hun and the success of that so it makes sense that they would make a competition show where they can make original songs and put them out there for people to consume it so i was like that makes a lot of sense and probably a lot of money for them as well especially rupaul i don't know like what his position in owning and how much money he makes but i know he's a part of it as a producer so it was very interesting this week. Duets, um, the last duet, Ada Box and Cassidy. What's her last name? Van Buren, I don't know. Van Buren. I <laughs> should not even be close to that. No, I have no clue what to But they were, theirs was they good. They were the best one. It was a little pitchy, but it was definitely like I was in the performance the entire time. Yeah, that felt like it was a performance. Like if I paid money, I'm like, oh, this is what I would want to see. Stuff like the that. entire time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other like, you know, uh, Little Rascals performing, like goofing around on stage, other three groups. It was just... And then, yeah. Yeah. You about to talk about Lavoir, huh? (laughs) In my opinion... Okay, I don't know. In my opinion, 
the way she was displayed on the TV show and how she acted toward her partner. I, I unfortunately cannot remember her duet partner's name right now, but the way she acted toward her seemed very patronizing and condescending to me. Like just based off of her verbiage and what she was saying, like just have fun to her and like, oh, this is so nice to be able to highlight my partner and sing, sing with her. And it's like, charity work it seemed like it was coming out yeah. very like i'm i'm uplifting her and shining light on her and helping her out well, it's like, like, Girl, bitch, you're, you're on the same competition show so calm the fuck you're down. trying to win a quarter of a million dollars and it's like you also were sent home already so you should have been humbled from that but i think after them being in the bottom again this week that really humbled, hopefully humbled the bitch. But it's like, no, it didn't. Because remember when before she performed the the song against whatever the French girl's name was, mm-hmm. she was like, after she performed, she's like, it's hard to have to send someone home. I, oh, she so, so she ain't fucking humbled, bitch. Yeah, she lived. Yeah. It's hard to send someone home who you respect. Like already, like she's, she she's the, leaving. She had the nerve to say Americans are intimidating. Ah, uh, your attitude, you, that attitude from Britain. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, with that. but but in my opinion. Lavoie strikes me as someone who, when she was down in the dumps or when she didn't get the response she expected and wanted, her insecurity shines through being a rude person, meaning she amps up her ego even more. Mm -hmm. And I want to believe that she's not like that all the time. I think that's just her insecurity shining through. But it was not coming off great at all. And then her outfit aged her. And then she... I personally feel I'm one of those gays. Yes, I love Babs. She's saying funny girl. Oh, uh, yeah. It don't rain tragic. on my parade. It and was it tragic. was fucking tragic. I listen to the Kids Bob version. I will definitely go to Kids Bob before that. Like the only note I liked was kind of the last note. That's, kind of. that's why she probably picked the song just because she could do that last part. I was just like, no, she didn't. And then the arrangement of the song, I was like, no, she didn't. In my opinion, LeBlanc should go home. But we don't know who went they home. They both on a Because... Song. Of course, they did a to be continued again. They can honestly both go home. They can. They can. They, you know what? They could have just sent home another group too. They could have sent home um, another Greg. Qu- they could have sent home Greg Queen and that other one. Too. Oh yeah. I honestly Ronnie. would love to see them leave before the bearded queen guy because they're every time they both have sang. Wait, I completely forgot. Yeah, they sent the bearded, they sent queen, the bearded queen person, the baritone home over them, and I'm like, you guys, I've been pitchy That's all right. season. Every three of the three past episodes, you guys have been like on this weird, like high voice that it, it sounds like it you're doesn't sound natural. It yeah. does sound like you're straining at a lot of points. Why are we? And I don't like I personally don't like it. I don't think it sounds good. It's too Britney Spears for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Tim, eh, to hurt anyone's feelings who is a f- hardcore fan of her. I am for free Britney. But that stuff where she was very She's nasally. Free. Yes. Free Britney. <laughs> She's free. Thank God. But that stuff where she was really nasally like that. I don't like that. Yeah, that, I think, yeah that's the yeah. thing I don't like. Like, I don't like that version. And both of those queens, um, Grad Queen and Ronnie, I think their name is Ronnie, uh, were like that. And then their outfits. Yeah, I did. Uh, Grad Queen's outfit didn't bother me as much as Ronnie's did. I'm like, what? You have like four different time periods on you and yeah. three different outfits on With you. With a cowl and a hat on top of the cowl and then like this roughly long dress. It was just too much. It was a lot going on. But yeah, very interesting uh, song songs that were made we also watched single all the way the gay christmas movie oh yeah what'd you think about it it was cute it was very cute i liked it a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was cute no it was it was cute i didn't like i didn't hate it but i also kind of don't remember everything that happened in it Mm -hmm. but 
I did like it because I made it do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Yeah. And so was Kathy and Jimmy. I liked the cast. Honestly, the cast, it was a well-casted movie. It was, in my opinion, a really good movie. Or not a really good movie. It was a good movie. I would watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, really good is like Christmas with a Crank. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I would watch it again um, if I like get to it. But it's definitely like a once a, once a season type of watch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am happy to have like a non-campy or I should say as campy film, especially holiday film that's mm-hmm. out that was like produced really well. Um, and speaking of production... My my big peeve with the movie are the cut scenes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. They literally just cut and you're like, are we in the same scene on the same subject? Or do we change? Like, what's going on? It's just not throughout the entire movie, but it's very obvious ones where you're like, why did we make that edit? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good movie. I watched the new Sex in the City reboot. I really enjoy it. It's pretty cool. And we started the holiday with... Oh, last holiday? Kadisha. Last holiday. Yeah, the last holiday. Speaking of cutscenes, we noticed a couple of little yeah. interesting with the Mr. Cool J's tie. The continuity. Yeah, the continuity. And then the tie back on and then it goes like it just. And then the doctor with the glasses on and then the glasses off yeah. and on. And uh, we're only like 45 minutes into the movie <laughs> too. But I was like, okay. That this is one funny. of my favorite movies. Again, sorry for for saying some of the words before they popped up. I didn't mean to, to spoil the movie. It's fine. I've seen it before. I know. Yes, I'm excited. I, I like that we're starting that. I want to finish it once we're done recording. And then um, I started Christmas with the Cranks. And every time I watch it, I cackle harder and harder. And I like notice something different and new about it every time. Jamie Lee Curtis is so funny to me in that movie. It's anyway, it's a good movie. All right, let's get it to the fuck off list. Well, I already started my. Oh yeah, you see, you started. I, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. It was it literally last week when it happened. I thought about like this has to be a fuck off. This has to because I'm. Li- it pisses me the fuck off. But yeah. what is some of yours? All right, so I just have one fuck off this lit this week, and I don't really. You can help me with a positive alternative. I don't really know one right now. Okay. But fuck off to the people who pettily withhold pertinent information about an ill family member from others or all family members that they have an issue with. Mm. I think that it's selfish. And I don't think that that in the best interest of everyone involved. Mm -hmm. And this is specifically talking about the people who like have an issue with someone else without communicating to them that are holding petty grudges. Like it's nothing serious. Like you did something to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so fuck off to those people. I don't. Do you have a, fu- a positive alternative uh, for do. that? Fucking communication. If you have a problem and you let problems go on and you just hold a vendetta or like you have issues with like certain parts about somebody, especially a family member, and you don't fucking talk like an adult about it. What do you what, what your problems yourself, honey? You don't know how to communicate how you're feeling or whatever. Even if you don't know how you're feeling, even communicating that is better than just letting things r- like rot away. Mm hmm. That's my solution. uh, Positive alternative. Yeah, there you go. Positive. Yeah, I agree with you. That kind of sparked and reminded me like the issues I've had with my siblings in the past. I know specifically with my sister, she's very Scorpio-like. And a few years ago, she came out of nowhere and was like, yeah, I didn't talk to you for a while because I was mad at you. And I'll let you know one day what I was mad at you about and blah, blah, blah. And in my head, and I know my siblings have done this to me multiple times. In my head, I'm like, so that's not really a me issue then, like until you talk to me about it. But like the fact that you were mad at me, didn't talk to me and I didn't know about it, like doesn't sound like it was 
something truly that I did. Like, because if it was something <laughs> I did, I feel like you would talk to me about it. Like, I know apparently I'm intimidating, but apparently, yeah. No, nope. But it's just like, you could come and talk to me about it because I would do the same with you. And I feel like there's a difference of me not talking to you because you clearly have an issue with me and I just don't want to involve myself with that. I will answer any question you have. Uh-huh. If you come to me about it, but I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, why are you mad at me? Or why are you at least at this stage of my life? Like, what's the point of doing that? Because I even know you had an issue with me that like I was gonna, like not to be mean, but that's kind of sad. Like you're I think so. Too. I think it's sad in the sense of like the other person's life is continuing and you're the one who's by yourself. Not like right. when people do that. Um, that's interesting. I mean, I know I've been told I can be petty, mm-hmm. but my pettiness doesn't go over to like, I like I, I will still talk to the person if I'm petty, but I'm not going to always bring it up, but I will still like working on it. Right. But I'm not going to, who should I'm mad at somebody? I think I tell them I'm mad at you. Like I'm mad when you did this and they made me feel bad. Yeah. Maybe for one day I might not talk to you because I'm trying to process how to tell you, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go about. Like early after. Yeah. I'm not going to go about, I may just end up just blurting it out because I don't know how else to be like, I'm mad at you. I just like, I'm upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and not to throw my sister in the bus or that just sparked that thought because like, it just always catches me up guard when it's like, I I was mad at you. I am mad at you. And I'm like, well, for how long? That's almost like a little kid thing. What did I do? You know, that sounds a little like, you know, like a kid who's learning how to deal with their feelings. Yeah. But, but many adults have done that with Mm -hmm. me and I'm like, okay, like, why couldn't you come to me? Or like, this is why you didn't respond to me because you're mad at me, but I was supposed to know you were mad at me, but you didn't communicate to me that you were mad at me. Like, I'm so lost. But yeah, that's why I fuck off. Let's get into Bradley's brain teaser. Let's do it, girl. Actually, let's take a shritz. Okay. All right, we're back and it's time for... (laughs) It's time for Bradley's brain teases. Um, and, uh, the category for this week, I don't know. I'll figure it out by the end of it. All right. So first question. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> yeah. It might be random. Uh, I've got four for you. First question. What does it say about someone in your opinion that has nothing but their race around them? More specifically, what does it say about a white person who has nothing but white people around them? Uh, uncultured. First off, okay, I, I, the uncultured, uh, um, ignorant, because there's going to be a lot of those moments they're going to have where they're going to make an ass of themselves. Now, do you feel this way about both, like someone that also isn't white and just has their just their race around them, um, or, culture around them, ethnic background? I want to say n- no because I've experience people who've just been around like Latinos mm-hmm. and there are black Latinos it just even Mexico like just for Mexico mm-hmm. there's a lot of different shades in Mexico and there's a lot of different hair types and stuff if we're talking about the black people in this conversation with the white person so I want to say like no it's like a no yes thing mm-hmm. I think it just depends maybe on the other group of like race, like if you're saying like Latin America or compared to like Asia, like if you're talking about China mm-hmm. or Japan, I feel like mm, they're going to be ignorant because Japan is like all Japanese people in Japan. In Japan. Like if we're using that as an example. I kind of followed that. That was kind well, of confusing. Well, I'm saying because like if you're, you, if you're saying, if you're, if we're just including white, if it's just white people, you're asking the question about what will, are they ignorant? What'd you say? Are they? 
What does it say about someone who has just their race around, their ethnic background around? And I said, uncultured. Uh-huh. Accurate. I feel like that's accurate. And they can be ignorant because they don't know. They haven't had any other type of worldly experience, even just com- conversing with someone else who's from a different background. Yeah. yeah. Just from a different background. Like we were talking about that. We were talking about accents a while ago. Just U.S. does have a lot of accents too. Like that's part of culture. Like mm-hmm. if you're from a different state, you could have a completely different way of speaking. And if you've never been around anybody besides just who's been your little circle at home, you're not going to have any understanding, maybe some slang or the way that people speak or say different things. So that's what I mean, like in it, like, and like, if I'm using Japan, like an example, like it depends, I think where, if you're going to put that on another race, does that include like just white people? Or if you, we say like Mexicans or Japanese people, it depends on those cultures because like a country like Japan, who solely has like, it's like 90% of them are Japanese because they do not allow immigrants really to ever live in Japan. It would be the same situation because they only know Japanese culture, Mm -hmm. like they don't have much access to like specifically Japanese other culture people in Japan. Yeah. Mm. As like an example, like they don't have as big of a influence or not influence. They don't have as big of a seat, like a sight into other cultures because mm. they don't have that there to like experience interaction. That. Yeah. They don't yeah. have. So it would just depend, I think. Okay. I agree with you. Sorry I, for the long answer. <laughs> it, it's our show. In my opinion, I agree with you. It, does depend on the group. I definitely do think it is different when speaking about a white person who has nothing but white people around them versus a person of color who has just specifically that ethnic background around them mm-hmm. from the same ethnic background. I do think that there are overlapping similarities, but I do think that there are also two separate situations mm-hmm. because uh, a white person who doesn't at least actively work on trying to have other uh ethnic cultures around them and only has white people around them, I feel like stunts you and you're ignorant. And ignorance doesn't even has to have a negative connotation on it. Like I have some white people in my life that are just simply just ignorant or were simply just ignorant about certain things because they didn't have any other people of color around them. It was just mm-hmm. white people. So they didn't have opportunity for interaction. They have opportunity for conversation. But I do think that it's very interesting to observe that because I do think that a lot of ignorance and also a lot of negativity grows if we're specifically talking about white people and just mm-hmm. being around white people grows within those groups because it's like if you got nothing but people around you that seem think the same way, then y'all ain't gonna grow. And I think that's why y'all are scared mm-hmm. because if we get too much power, which we're on <laughs> our way to. I just want to like say that thing. White people are scared that when another group gets a position of power that they're going to do the same thing that they did to the rest of the world. Scared? Why are you scared? See, but that's one of the things, though, where it's like, you're so stupid, though, because like you have the opportunity to be a decent person Mm -hmm. and not continue these racist ass, et cetera, et cetera, ass ways. But you do. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that if you're scared? Like you wouldn't have anything to worry about if you weren't being bad. Yeah. And if everyone had enough, why are you scared? Also, to, it's funny that you're weird. This is the thing and this is it lend up to the conversation because mm-hmm. I was watching this. Um, I've been watching this guy on YouTube. I forget his name, but he does. Um, he does like how countries became like countries like and he does like studies on them. Mm-hmm. And there were, he had this section where he was talking about uh, World War Two mm-hmm. and how after World War Two, the UK and America decided that English is going to be the world universal language. And so they decided that and they, the, I forget the author's name, but he came up with 
800 words that you can run the world with, that you can use universally mm-hmm. and English and that can be taught and everyone can talk. It's called, and it's literally called basic. That's what they, after that is why like ev- English is everywhere in the world, like airports, like it's like, there's all these certain words, you know, because they, that's the based off of the book that this guy created of mm-hmm. the list of words, which ties in because it's like white people literally control everything on the planet. Mm-hmm. They literally have the way everything is, the way all capitalism, education system, and capitalism, quite yeah, it, um, communism was written by white men. All these different things, all white men, we've taken all of their things and they've put it into place everywhere. So that's why it goes back to that with my answer of like I the 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 uncultured mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. like the real facts of how our world exists. Okay. Continue. Question two. Are you bothered if your boyfriend goes places without you? And I mean, like, goes places they want to go without you simply because they want to go alone? Um, If it's somewhere I wanted to go and we've talked about it, it might bug me. Is it going to bug you to where you hold it against them? I think I'll get over it, but I would be honest and be like, oh, I'm just feel like I feel sad because I didn't get to go. But and it does. I, I would be honest and say it probably would hurt me like in the, for a little bit, like. Mm-hmm. That you just didn't want me there. Mm-hmm. Like it would make me feel a little weird. But I would think, I would like to believe I would communicate that. And I don't think I would hold it over them. I think I would just Would you eventually... still feel that way though if it was communicated in a way where it's like, okay, so say for example, like, uh, I don't know. I want to go to the Getty. But I, I, I just want to go to the Getty because I just want to go and, and look at the art myself and stuff. And it's nothing against you. I just want to just go out and have some me time. Would, would that offend you? I would say good. Be careful. I'm like, especially if I've been there before too, I'm like, okay. Let's say you haven't been there though. Mm. That would, that would then bother you just because you want to go and uh, they're wanting. It might bug me a little bit, especially if I'm the one who's talked about it first and all of a sudden. Well, that adds another layer. Well, I go, I, you know me, I go in, I already process different things Uh like into the sub question. So if, if I had talked about it and said, I want to go and you're the one going, whoever the boyfriend is Mm -hmm. going. I will be pissed. And I think I would have no problem with being upset because I'm like, I wanted to go but there. They first. Wanted, but okay. But what if you didn't want to go there? Like, what if you didn't talk about it? And then. Oh, then I would. I mean, I'd feel a little jealous, but I would communicate that. Mm-hmm. But I would probably communicate that after because I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be mad even though they I didn't say, say mad. I, I said jealous. A little no, I'm saying the first scenario. You would still be mad even if it was like, I just simply want me time. If you're going to a place I talked about wanting to go to first, yeah, and you're going, uh-huh. I would feel some kind of way. You're, you're saying you wouldn't feel some kind of way at all? I don't know how I would feel, honestly. I know for sure I would feel a certain kind of way. If I've talked about it and and you end up going and I didn't get to go at all, but I'm the one who told you about the place and mm-hmm. about the thing I wanted to do and you go do it, I would feel upset. And I would sort through that, but I would also explain it. Okay. And if that makes me... I think that would make... I think that would bother me. I think it would bother me. But quite honestly, I don't know how it would respond in that moment. But I think it would bother me. I don't know, though. But that just... That was just a thought because I think that question came out of watching uh, House of Gucci. And I had the thought of like, there are people where they're in relationships and people immediately jump to they're cheating on me or they don't want to be with me or it's something about me where it's like it oh, could it's simply you, just that person wants to if be alone cheating you're gonna know in some well yeah yeah I, I in my opinion i would think but because if you know each other's routines you're gonna see that something's gonna change it has nothing to do with them going somewhere it's the way they're treating you that's how you would know i feel if someone was cheating, because usually the person doesn't even know they're treating you different. But you would if you're like, oh, you're treating me way different. But that is just my question. Overall, 
no, as long as you tell me. And I understand, I think I understand personal time very well. Like, I think I'm a, if someone explains that to me that they just need time by themselves, uh-huh. I would understand because I really need it. Uh-huh. What, I, I know I need it. So I would understand if my boyfriend explained that to me. But like I said, if it was somewhere I, I said, I want to go. If it was somewhere I said, and I made the idea first and you go, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I might be jealous depending way. Maybe it's somewhere I really wanted to go or if I really just want to spend time with you. But also too, if I didn't communicate that, that's on me. And I'd have to like sit with myself and be like, well, I hope to have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. What's one good thing you got from your ex? Any one of your exes? What's one good thing? Is this like personal or an object? Oh, the simple question is, what's one good thing that you got from your ex? From an ex? Um, oh, okay. The the confidence to start going back to school. Okay. Because that was the only good thing I felt like he really did for me. Okay. Because he encouraged me to go to school for art because he said I was good and I believed him. Mm-hmm. And here I am. <laughs> so that's the only credit I'll give him is just that one encouragement. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Uh, my most recent ex, the connections. I met some pretty cool people, some pretty cool creative people, and um, yeah, and I met them at pretty cool places. So the connections, the connections to the lo- to the new places, the connections to the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question four. So I don't know if you know who Virgil Abloh is, but he was the creative director and head of uh, Louis Vuitton. And he just passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. Before he passed away, he did a book that I guess it's like a thing universities do where it's like they ask people of just people of certain cultures or in certain positions to create a book of quotes. And he did one of these books so they're called Abloisms because his last name is uh, Ablo. And so um, I was reading through some of them. They're pretty cool. But what sparked this question was from quotes that I saw in the book. So how do you communicate emotion through your art? I'm going to say with the colors. Okay. I feel like that's very, no, that's very basic. Like obviously it's with the colors, but I I would just say with the placement of the f- the figure, whatever mm-hmm. the figure placement is, I think that's, that's a deeper answer to the question is okay. the figure. Okay. But on the surface answer, the colors. Okay. What about you? Does it adapt for you? Are you learning to continue to do so with your art? Like, I mean, I know it's been actually some months since you've actually put a brush to paper, right? Um, uh, But I mean, that's not a read because I know you're working on digital stuff. I'm just saying I know there's a very big difference between doing digital work and doing traditional work, you know? Yeah. But is there a way like are you is it do you think you're always learning how to continue to do that or I think I think just by me practicing like with the rate of the knowledge I had when I finished like my illustration stuff for that first time. Mm hmm. By having those couple years of just me by myself with it, I think I've enhanced it myself because I just kept getting, I just kept no, like studying what I did mm-hmm. to make it better. Mm-hmm. So I just would like learn how to implement things more, and I would just like listen to myself more. Like I wouldn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I would stop thinking about how I'm going to do it and just think about the message of what I'm trying to do. And a lot of times I don't even really think of the message. I just do something. I'm like, I think this is cool. Let me just do it. And then I feel like the emotion comes out without me trying Mm -hmm. to make it something, some kind of emotion. It'll just come out from like, I guess the colors. Like once I start putting colors onto everything, I feel like that changes it. Cause you've seen some of my works when they're just drawings, Mm -hmm. 
before the color and then it's just different. I feel like it's different once it's colored. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Especially because, um, in my opinion, I think I'm more of an abstract painter and you're more of a realist and... Me? I think so. I uh, If we're comparing you and I in our art our ways to each other, I think so. Um, and so... When just looking at your uh, your sketches or your you your outlines before you add color to it, it's always very interesting to see because I don't for the most of the time when I paint, I don't have that process. I mainly just go in based off of my emotions and mm-hmm. kind of do what I feel or create as the moment's going on. Whereas you have to go in and you have the sketches and then you add the color to it. It's very interesting to see. That's funny that you said. I honestly, I don't really think I think of emotions when I'm painting. Like I don't paint when I'm sad or when I'm angry. I just paint because I want to paint. Like I really don't. Well, yeah, I paint. I paint for various reasons, but I paint because I want to paint. I paint because I'm sad. I paint because I'm happy. I paint because I just crave it and need it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't ever paint with the idea of I want the emotions to be conveyed of what I what I'm feeling now or like I kind of just paint and then I look, step back at it and look at it and I'm like mm-hmm. I think this is invoking emotion in me I've, <laughs> I rarely step back like when I'm painting if I'm doing like a canvas I don't really ever step back I just paint the background it's always background first mm-hmm. and then whatever is on top on top but I'll just like look I look at it when it's done I don't even maybe I should look step and look at it more mm-hmm. before like in the steps or whatever mm-hmm. but I don't sometimes <laughs> sometimes um Sometimes I have to step back and look at it because I do think that with my paintings, I can get carried away. And then that's where even if it didn't have a direction I was going in, that's when the direction you get a little carried away. And it's like I went I had too much when I shouldn't. I should just stop before I did this, you know, <clears throat> but very interesting. That concludes Bradley's brain teases. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for asking. No problem. Let's move it to pick a piece. I ain't got no pick a piece this week. We've been working on a project that will be released next that Friday. That is the pick a piece, girls. And that is the pick a piece. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. We do have a YouTube channel, hint, hint. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And we'll talk more about it next week. Yeah, for sure. So since that was our pick a piece, let's move into Fruits Fun Facts. And I've got one short one for you. Me too. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And so. Similarities. <laughs> um, I came across this, I believe, yesterday. Thought this is interesting. Not surprised at all. Upset that this isn't talked about more. Fun fact this week. Did you know that black people founded LA? Yeah. I didn't know that. I assumed it was Latin people. They named a lot of things. They, they named, named a lot of things. Everything. Yes. I read the article. So they were, they were an integral part, mm-hmm. but black people initially founded LA, mm-hmm. which was so interesting to me because I'm like, the unity of, of course like, that's not common knowledge because people don't teach us shit because they don't want you to know. Like that's so upsetting. <laughs> Why people don't want everyone else to know that the, the other diverse groups created this country. The oppression and the suppression is too real. You know? They get scared when when black people and Latino people start working together. They get nervous because they don't know what to do. They don't want us to know too much. They're like, we know their true strength. We're smarter than y'all, stronger than y'all, a lot of things more than y'all. When you have to, in a society, you have to take constant different pressures. Age more gracefully. Let's not get into I'll let you know when I get there. (laughs) (laughs) What's your fun fact? Uh, My fun fact is about a plant. A carnivorous plant called butterwort. Okay. Um, it lives uh, 
it lives in an environment with poor nutrients. Okay. So kind of, so exactly like a Venus flytrap or any of the other, like a pitcher plant. Oh, I actually didn't know that Venus flytraps live in areas with oh, no. poor well, nutrients. Yeah, every, pretty much every carnivorous plant that's on our planet lives in that type of environment where they don't get a lot of nutrients through soil. They have to get it through eating insects. Okay. Um, uh, they do catch live insects to get their nutrients. And the way they catch their, their food is on their pet, their leaves. So they have like the leaves down here at the base and they have a long stem where the flower is. So the flower is not sticky. The flower um, does the flower thing mm-hmm. and the leaves are sticky with like a, with like an enzyme and acid to like eat, start eating whenever uh, animal lands on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about 80 species of butterwort in the world. They live in wetlands throughout the Northern hemisphere and they even go down like in the Americas, it can go down all the way to the, to the Arctic circle. Like, so the tip of Ch- of Chile, mm-hmm. like that's how far the region goes. But it also, there's parts, there's, this plant is also in like parts of Africa and um, parts of Italy, like the swamp part of Italy. Like they live in places like that. Okay. Uh, what else? Um, so so there le- some of their leaves on some of the species, the way when like an, ad, when an insect lands on it, it'll start to like curl. But most of them don't like fold in. But some of, some species will, the le- the petal, the leaves will fold. And then the... A lot. If the insect is too big, the insect can escape. But they mainly feed on gnats, aphids, and ants because those are the ones that can't break through their ass, their sticky like acid on the leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bigger insects can insects can escape can escape, and they rely on pollination from bees, flies, and butterflies mm-hmm. because, like I said, like their their flowers like way above. <clears throat> Uh, the leaves mm-hmm. so the bees just like go here and the all the flies and they just go here they don't go to the they don't need the pet the leaves because the aphids already eat leaves mm-hmm. and they're stupid so they climb on the leaf thinking they're about to have lunch and they become lunch this plant is technically an omnivorous plant which means it's a plant eater okay and it's considered that because of the enzymes that they use to digest the insects are similar to what our bodies use to the way we digest plants when we eat plant stuff Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's my fun facts about uh, butterwort. I got that yeah. information from Animal Logic. Girl, you said one. That was like 10. No, that was one. It was all about butterwort. I have one subject, okay? One was, subject, 10 facts. That, that was short <laughs> compared to, look at, compared to like all my other stuff for other facts. That's way short. You I, got essays for each fact. My Lord. That's why when you ask me, when I tell you I need to like, well, I want to have information. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Well, okay, that makes me feel a little good. Like, <laughs> I think about just writing one thing down, but then I'm like, if I was listening, I want to hear more than just one yeah, cool topic. Yeah. Sorry. What are you saying sorry for? Because you said you write down an essay. Yeah, I'm just judging you and making fun of you. Damn. <laughs> well, anyway, y'all. Oh, you people can people use butterwort in like their gardens. Like they'll have like a little pot because uh, we don't eat it, so it's not going to kill us. But it's good to keep away some of those aphids and shit. Good to know. I, I, mm-hmm. I need to see what one of these looks like. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing. Thanks uh, for listening. All about, and me. <laughs> all about butter what? And let's move to our last segment, Geek of the Week. All righty. Oh, boy. So I haven't played anything this week, like we said. And like we've been saying, we've been working on the secret project. And uh, it's going to be released next Friday. It's taken a lot of work. And uh, so our attention's been going to that. So I haven't played anything, but you are giving me your old Switch, and I'm very excited about that. So 
I'm excited to have my own Switch and set it up on my TV and play video games at home and stuff. So yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Yes. So everyone, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but I've been wanting the new Switch that was that came out, but it's been sold out for like four months, four to six months. So I've patiently waited and some people may say that the new one isn't even that good. You should have just kept your old one. Mind your own business. Okay. <laughs> I, I've i had my Switch for like, I don't know, four, four years, five, four or five years. Since it came out. Yeah. You went with me to buy both of them. Mm-hmm. And I remember setting it up. At your old apartment, and we played Mario. We played Mario uh, Mario Kart. That's all that was out. <laughs> it was good. Hey, it was good. Literally to this day, still don't have all the vehicle stuff for Mario Kart. So I would say that's a good game because mm-hmm. I still have not completed it with that. But yeah, I'm gonna. Is that on the one you're giving me? I was keeping it, but you can borrow the game if you. Okay, want. I was just wondering if you bought the well, digital version too. No, but I can buy I can buy myself. I, if you want it that bad, I can give it to you and I'll just buy myself one. I mean, do what you want. A, a, a gift is a gift, you know. No, I understand. <laughs> um, but so anyway, my, I've always told you when I get my new one, I was going to give you this one. Mm-hmm. And y'all. Always. I'd even ask. I'd even want it at first. And he's like, he's like, when I get my new Switch, I'll give you this one. And I, I would just always laugh because I'm like, well, when's that going to happen? But. Here we Bitch, go. I was checking those fucking <laughs> sales stock to see when they when it was available. And so I got my new one. I got the brand new OLED Switch little present to myself for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Y'all, I'm starting Animal Crossing all over again. I have nothing. Uh, but I did go into my old one that I'm giving to you mm-hmm. to take a bunch of flowers that I want because I don't want to have to try and... <laughs> crossbreed them again. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a lot of money from my old account and brought it to my new account. I didn't link anything. So you got, you're getting all the games. You have Luigi's Mansion on there. Uh, you're going to have my digital Nintendo cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the password off the top of my head, but it should be signed in. But you could always just call me and I'll just give you the password to sign into it. Metroid? You're getting Metroid. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so yeah, you're getting, well, you can confirm whatever the games I, I put games that I think you're going to want mm-hmm. with it in like the, the thing, but you can do whatever you want with it. After that point, you can erase the files and start them all over by yourself, or you can just continue where I'm at or whatever you want. You can, you can do whatever you want. And I'm giving that to you as like a kind of Christmas gift. Okay. Christmas gift, not Christmas gift. Just Even though I didn't ask for it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm really happy and excited to have it. <laughs> no, I didn't ask for I it. just want to put that out there. I never asked for this. I'm very appreciative yeah, of it, though. Yeah, I was like, so, you know what a gift is? I do know what a gift is, but this isn't something that I would have bought. Clearly, I would have bought myself. So it's You said you wouldn't have? No, I wouldn't have bought me, myself a Switch. Are you going to use it? Oh, yeah, I'll use it. But I wouldn't have bought myself a Switch. I know. But I see that you like it when you play it when we're together. And now, like, when you when we hang out together some days, you can bring it. We can have a Switch day. Like, yeah. you know, it's just nice. Mm-hmm. It is. And some games that we play, instead of us trying to all look at one big screen, you get to just play it on here. So. Yeah, it is nice. Thank you very much for uh, this gift. And uh, I, have no I will be using it. I will use it much more than I use the DS you gave me. Because I touch that DS every, every like six months I play mm-hmm. the little uh, rhythm game for a few days and then I sit it aside. You even got Nintendo online for the rest till next year, like in August. So yes, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So I told some of my coworkers, 
about like me getting a new switch and they're like, oh my God, you're transferring everything. I said, no, I'm giving it to my best friend. Mm. They're like, you're not going to, you're going to give away all your stuff. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, is that weird? Like, is that weird for most people to do? Cause a lot of my coworkers were like, wow, that's really nice of you. I'm like, I don't. I mean, it's a very nice gift, but at the same time, I'm like, mind your business. Like you said, no, I, like, I didn't take, <laughs> I didn't take them in a bad way, but yeah. I was just like, uh, this just seems really easy for me to, I was going to say, I think that comes from ignorance on their end because they don't know the depth of how into video games you are. To me, it makes sense because it's like you clearly want to start over because you get a kick out of playing video games from mm-hmm. the beginning and like rediscovering new things or rediscovering things or discovering new things mm-hmm. and just the, the whole game in general. So whereas I'm the type where it's like I like certain things set up for me already if it's not mm-hmm. a specific type of game to work and you'll like more freely you'll play like the game to figure it out and then you might start one over because you're like okay well I know how to use the game now right yeah yeah but yeah that's that's our video game news really like I've just yeah. been playing I've been redoing my Animal Crossing y'all I only like really two of my new villagers I have four right now and I only like two of them and I don't even have I can't terraform yet which is killing me I forgot that how expensive it is to build up my house but I already have two rooms in my house and I just restarted this like I don't know a couple four days ago mm-hmm. so that's clearly how much money I had in my old room I just <laughs> transferred over yeah I'm just I'm I'm happy for your little switch journey I hope you do use it um yeah. I get more use out of it there's more video games on it that I play mm-hmm. and it's adaptable to hook up to my mm-hmm. my TV so that'll be cool as well yeah, so that's a that's that's the video game thing for me. Yeah, that's geek of the week. Also, I need to get Townscape and download it onto mine because oh, okay. I seen it when I was uh, finishing up taking some Animal Crossing stuff before we recorded, uh-huh. and I seen Townscape on it. I was like, oh shit, I need to download Townscape. I totally forgot about this game. Uh-huh. So that that game is so much fun for me. It's addicting. Yeah, I enjoy Townscape too. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's I think that's all I got this week. Okay. No crossword? No crosswords, nothing. Like I said, uh, I've been focusing on this project that we've been doing. We're technically still not done with one half of it, but it'll be done on time. <laughs> it, uh, it's It's been time consuming, but very exciting to me. I Quite honestly, this is one of the projects that I've worked on in a long time where I don't really give a fuck what anyone says about it. I'm just excited that we created it and that we did this. And it's really fucking cool to me. So that's what my time has been going to. I haven't been doing any crosswords or anything or any of that. Well, thanks, because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an exciting project that Benjamin and I created, and um, it'll be released next week, like I said. But um, Like he said. (laughs) But until next week, that's all I got this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Happy holidays. And, uh. Follow. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, toodaloo. Love you.